0: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi Welcome back to the airwaves of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and 95.8 in the Borland Now in the next hour we are going to be discussing something many of our listeners are familiar with Metro Rail or as some would say Metro Fail. Metro Rail has lost 101 carriages due to vandalism since October 2015 worth 312 million rand Metro Rail is also operating with 60% of its fleet, with punctuality dropping by more than 20% and cancellations soaring. This is having a devastating effect on its ability to render a reliable commuter service. For this segment of the show, we invited Metro Rail to come on air and respond to a survey conducted by the Cape Chamber of Commerce. However, they said they have not reviewed its findings as yet. We plan to get MetroRail's Rihanna Scott on here a little bit later to speak generally about the rail commuters challenges. But for now we are joined online by Janine Mayberg, the President of the Cape Chamber of Commerce um, this evening. Uh, Janine, a very good evening to you.
1: Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Uh,
0: Thanks for joining us here on the Airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Now Janine, just getting right into it quickly, just speak to us very broadly about the results of the survey as conducted by the Cape Chamber of Commerce and Industry.
1: Well, let me first say that the survey was a very robust survey. We just asked a few questions. Um, And this came from that we knew that there was a problem Mm-hmm. Becoming and the problem was becoming a great deal mm-hmm. worse from reports from our own staff at the chamber as well as com- regular complaints from members. We also know from Metro Rail that they need 84 train sets, as you alluded to earlier, to deliver a good service, but it is they are now down to 60 train sets. This is pretty serious. So we did the survey to find out exactly how it was affecting our members And the survey revealed that the situation was even worse than we literally expected.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so in your view, what has been the effect on industrial relations?
1: Well, uh, 70% of the people that replied to the survey said that the situation had worsened Mm -hmm. in industrial relations. And 38% of those respondents said the situation was much worse. Firstly, staff are unable to get to work on time, and this creates huge difficulties for them and disrupts the work of their colleagues and those around them. It leads to low morale, frustration, short timbers, and introduces, unfortunately, additional pressures to those that are already. The, in the
0: day in the life of commuters mm-hmm. well uh, according to your statement here you say for example that you knew the situation was bad but this survey reveals that it's even worse uh, conditions on metro rail trains have become a nightmare and employers tell uh, staff arriving at work late in tears and leaving for home with fear in the eyes so really you know uh, the, uh, it's dire straight for our commuters
1: I think the, the fear of not knowing whether you're going to get a train, whether you're going to be able to get to work, whether the train's going to be overloaded, whether the train's going to be delayed or whether it's going to be cancelled, it's, it's a major challenge. But, I mean, society is already struggling to get to work, to have a work, and then to try and attain the work with due to circumstances that's not in your control, is unfortunate.
0: Yes, and sometimes our managers, you know, uh, their tether only holds for so long. They can understand, okay, you're going to be late today uh, due to trends tomorrow again and the following day. But somewhere along the line, the managers or owners of businesses are really going to be, have to say something about this.
1: Yes, we'd like to think that the businesses have been lenient. But, I mean, the, the business still has to run, the product still has to come out. The work still has to be done. So in some way or form, someone has to suffer and there is a loss as a consequence of the inefficiencies of Metro Rail.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe on another on another note, for example, Janine, just to remind our listeners that we are looking at Metro Rail posing a threat to business and workers. We are joined online by Janine Mayberg, who is the president for the Cape uh, Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Uh, now, we've spoken about businesses. Are you aware of any business maybe that adopted their operations or adapted their operations rather to alleviate the pressure on Metro Rail, particularly during peak times?
1: Yes. 42% of the people that replied to the survey said that they, or the businesses, said that they started changing the starting times to accommodate the staff. 34% of those that replied said they. Um, introduced flexitime, and even 9% said that they have allowed staff to work from home. Unfortunately, there are limits to businesses who can allow this to, to happen. Very few people, for instance, um, can have jobs where they can work from home. Uh, the important point is that businesses are doing everything possible to help. Where we were surprised to learn was that 20% even We're even considering relocating businesses to alleviate the problem due to the travel challenges.
0: Has it become that serious, Janine?
1: Well, that is what our members state, yes, uh, unfortunately. There
0: mm-hmm. doesn't one
1: seem to be a in, in, in light at the end of the tunnel, or uh,
0: no, it's really become uh, like a very dire uh, situation here. But yes. what further compounds, I mean, apart from industrial relations, apart from getting late to work and, you know, what time you have to leave for work, I believe the, the challenge with overcrowding uh, goes beyond that particular issue because uh, you're also commenting issues around groping and fondling of uh, men and women yes. uh, in overcrowded trains. Yes, and
1: when you have the fact that students are missing lectures because they can't get to work or can't get to the tertiary education but the, the overcrowded trains is also due to the fact that we need 80 or MetroRail rail need 84 train seats and they only have 60 and that is due to violence that's due to trains being treated like so that the challenge is not only for that of metro rail in France but it's for the community as a whole to realize that you can't Set a train alight that if the train is late or you have challenges with the trains, we all have to come to the party and address this as a society as a whole.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned also, for example, you know, amongst all obviously workers, people going to work and those kind of things, uh, you know, that there's also uh, learners and students that are affected uh, who make use of uh, Metro Rail. Uh, maybe just to comment around their educational yes, impact I on mean, this.
1: Uh, a lot of learners that are continuously late at school because the, the trains are late. Um, students are missing lectures and exams. Um, in many cases, they will students will have to repeat the year. They are having to cope with a great deal of extra stress. For, uh, for instance, um, students can't take some of the students can't take their laptops on the trains because of the danger of theft. This is a long-term damage for the people of our country we need educated people and this is the challenge in the way of the education
0: And it just uh, doesn't seem to stop. And then the other thing, for example, that I'm also picking up from one of the articles particularly, is that uh, metro rail had to order 30 kilometers. You know, normally we speak of meters when we talk of cabling, uh, but they had to order 30 kilometers of cabling to keep up with the rate of loss of of what they've been suffering at the moment.
1: Yes, and and that is a major challenge we all of society has come to, because it might be, a cable that is damaged for about a meter, but to repair it properly, you need excessive. You don't need just to replace it with that one meter. So it has a knock-on effect that affects society, affects metro rail, and affects the economy as a whole. So people are aware of people that are pinching or stealing cables. They must go to the police and report this. We need to solve this problem jointly, it's not only at the door of Metro, Rail and Praja, they've got to do a lot, they've got to address it, but as a society, we have to play around as
0: well. And then it goes further, Um, Janine, if I may say, for example, uh, if now, you know, our normal or commuters who normally travel by train know about the challenges, so now they either opt for other modes of transport or rather by car, for example, which now has a rippling effect on traffic in the morning to town, for example.
1: Yes, and and that's for the the, the people in the fortunate position that have cars and that do have access to cars. But uh, everybody that has been on the N1 in the morning knows that the the congestion gets worse daily. So this is also not a solution. We have to find a solution that works to the benefit of everybody and to the benefit of our economy, which is suffering as a result. Of these
0: inefficiencies of Metro Rail. Well just to remind our listeners we are chatting to Janine Myberg who is the president of the Cape Chamber of Commerce and Industry and we're looking at the issue around Metro Rail posing a threat to business and workers and even to our learners and their educational needs. Uh, Janine thanks very much for your time we're almost to get towards the end but let's maybe end on a high note and say that according to you you believe that there's one bright spot in the survey.
1: Yes, my city got a lot of accolades, and the fact that that seems to have improved some areas, especially the West Coast, um, also got a few accolades there. Uh, But at this stage, it is limited, and we need more improvements. Mm-hmm. To the, make a, quite a difference.
0: Okay, thanks very much. Is there anything in conclusion, maybe from your side, Janine, that you would like to share with our listeners as it regards this particular issue?
1: Yes, um, to say that the Metro and Western Cape has been cooperative. They are have a serious challenged with the, the train sets, with the financial predicament that the or the funding that they have got. We are meeting with them on the 14th to see how we can take this further. But it remains a challenge and we would think that we would like to meet with the National Minister of Transport as well to address this challenge.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe just another thought that came to my mind, Janine, whilst I do have you on the line. What is Metro Rail's perception around uh, the need to address some of these challenges?
1: Well, as I said, we've been working with the Western Cape and they have been very keen to go the extra mile to address the challenge. But they are have only certain capacities to do it. We've we've got a good relationship to them and where they can assist, they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, an SMS which came through here very quickly from 3105 says, Assalamu Alaikum, Prasa bought trains that doesn't fit on the rails.
1: Yes, the, the, as you know, that was also a major challenge, and where millions of rands went into, where, and I and, uh, understand that that matter is before the courts currently, where monies were wasted, which could have been used to purchase new Mm-hmm.
0: Well, uh, Janine Mayberg, President for the Cape Chamber of Commerce Industry, a very big thank you to you for your time and sharing with our listeners this evening. Uh, A very big thank you and we wish you a pleasant evening further. Thank you very
1: much and thank you to your listeners.